missing orange. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I'm still I'm so proud about my. I don't know how my volume turned up. I think I dropped a sandwich on the mixer or something. <laughs> yeah, it tends to happen a lot. <laughs> dropping sandwiches. I, I I can't remember the last time I dropped a sandwich. I never forgive myself. You must not have lots of joint pain, Steve. Good for you. I mean, there is that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The life of joint pain is just like, oh, this is going to be... Oh, it's ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) No, it's not really that, really. Stop having sandwiches. Have soup and a straw. Ugh. That's that's dead. got joint pain in your mouth. If not, you'd be all right. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, yeah, it's just the the hectic life of sandwich sandwich living, I think. It's got to mix stuff. There was something... There was some, oh I had a fire I can't remember oh yeah no I don't think I spoke about it but I finally actually set fire to stuff uh, not a house fire no but like a garden <laughs> fire in the rain oh that right was a good it's yeah. great <laughs> you just yeah. fancied it yeah yeah well, I think it was my news resolution at one point wasn't it, it was to set Burn fire to more things yeah, yeah. so like yeah I had like a little fire in the garden I was like oh yeah fire's great and then it rained it was like fire in the rain's pretty great still yeah yeah like just you're you're forcing the elements to fight each other. <laughs> I'm witnessing the the war of the gods. <laughs> Something that's yeah. just fires, just so hypnotic. Yeah, I got like one of those incinerator bins last year to get rid of a load of fucking branches and shit from the garden. But like, I, I haven't really had a proper fire since then. Incinerator bin. Yeah, you know, like it's, a it's like a metal. Fire. It's like a round metal bin with legs and and holes in it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was just what some people thought was a fire, like they had it in their garden. It's like, oh, it's a warm, hot barrel I mean, or something. It's for, it's made for burning garden waste and shit. Doesn't yeah. really matter though. Yeah. You can you can call That's... it a fire. It's still a fire. It's just in a bin. <laughs> yeah, still works. Yeah, it works. But yeah, fire was good. Fire was good. Very uh, very primal. Everyone needs to sit by a fire every now and then. I think mallows. Some people don't. No. Never been a fan of the marshmallow, really. No, I only. I no. I'm not. I'm not big on marshmallows, but I do like them over a fire. I, it just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the same thing with tea. I just it's thought too small. Maybe I thought like because, um, because you glom onto some Americany kind of stuff because you you were there like when you were young, and yeah. so and obviously like diabetic, so fucking love sweet oh, things. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, th- I thought maybe you you'd be like a s'mores person or something, and like, you I did a lot of scouts and shit, didn't you? Yeah, I toasted a cherry coke. <laughs> it kind of same thing. This doesn't this doesn't need toasting. Let's toast it. This feels more caramelized. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> no, yeah, it's always just been yeah, sing songs and uh, chill and like evil demonic thoughts. I guess. Yeah, never really had them around a fire, but I think that's what some people experience. Some what, people get enraged thoughts? by fire. Yeah. Get cult. What? <laughs> demonic. Demo- you've never had demonic thoughts around a fire. No, no, never. Oh, have you? Well, I don't know. No, because it's it almost feels meditative. It's calming. Yeah. yeah. But lots of people are like, oh, you look into the flames and you see your nemesis. Like I don't. No, I don't. Just... I just see myself having an all right time. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's no. good. Like fires have always been like the central theme to the to any big gatherings that I've done. Mm. Just because my parents had a massive field. Yeah, it's true. 
I just and um, my thing was a whole scouts thing was just yeah, yeah. We just had to fire every night and sing songs around the fire. It was always good. Play weird mind games. Mind like, games. Uh, yeah. In scouts, there you got was your a mind bird. games badge. <laughs> my psychotic domination uh sag uh, no what was it there was a bird there was a bird <laughs> on the my windowsill with a yellow bill yeah. it landed on my windowsill and then you came up with some weird psychopathic story to way go that along you with. killed it yeah yeah oh yeah it was the murder of the bird wasn't yeah it? i this coaxed is how it we in murder birds everybody <laughs> <laughs> come up with the most creative way to murder this bird <laughs> Yeah, that and the Beatles songs, and then yeah, it's like word games, I guess. Uh, you you sang that biscuit tin one as well. What the hell was that? Um, something crisis in a biscuit tin, something because the Lord won't let no spirits in or something like that. That's it. Because it uh, very cause, Christian. Yeah, because a biscuit you, you can't get us something in a biscuit tin because a biscuit tin's got biscuits. It's got in. biscuits in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that one now. Oh, the old oh, but sea shanties are coming back. Maybe old scout songs are coming back. Oh, are sea shanties coming back? Yeah, I didn't know there were that many people at sea. They exploded on TikTok, and now some guy in from I think Manchester's got a record deal for shanties. And it, yeah, and it's like it's just it's so lots of people are now doing songs where they're just like punching their table. All oh, right. So like uh, yeah, well, that seems like something you could cool. get down with. I don't know. Again, it's it's got to be from the right place. It's got to yeah. be bluesy, I think. Yeah. It's like usual, these kind of sea shanties are like, kind of like uh, a bit cheery or like tales of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Sea shanties I couldn't quite get into. Too many accordions. But like old people, like people singing in the street of their woes, I'm all for. Yeah. 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 Or their highs, depending on if it's genuine. As long as their highs are thoroughly it. depressing. Yeah, or the, you know, like ex, you know, expressing love. I'm all about that. But like, yeah. yeah, for some reason, don't don't go to sea if you're going to sing about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Sea scientists just felt a little bit more. I don't know, communal. Yeah, it feels like you're doing it as a performance, like whereas it feels rounds, like if you're singing your blues. Doing what? Sorry. Rounds. Do they do they call it doing rounds? Oh They're yeah. Like, so. No, you start singing row 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 your boat. No, you start singing row 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 your boat. Yeah, and eventually we're bit, all singing row 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 your boat. We'll be but none of us are in time with each other. Yeah, it's great. It's amazing. That lovely. <laughs> that and there's some old French cathedral. I can't remember. Frere Jacques. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Hated that song. They do that was Hate it. Hate it. Pointless song. Stop talking about Brother Jack or whatever it is. No, is it Brother Jack? Frere Jack? Oh, maybe? I have no fucking idea. Something else. We used to have to French. sing that one in French, and then there was one... <laughs> typically, like, the French one is about, like, family and a bit whimsical and stuff. And then there was a German one, which was just about the motorway. <laughs> it's about roads. <laughs> uh, roads are very efficient. Enter chorus. Everybody agree that the roads are efficient. <laughs> We all agree. Excellent yeah. song time. Guild. We're turning <laughs> off in three junctions. <laughs> because it is the shortest distance <laughs> when you take into consideration straight roads or, or average occupancy. I don't know. There's no hard shoulder for 25 yards. I quite like German culture, to be fair. I always find it quite funny, quite interesting in terms of like, you know, communal gatherings and language and all that kind of stuff. It's always yeah. been quite an interesting one that kind of gets kind of swept under the holocaust museum yeah i think they, i'd like to know more 
I, I, I don't really know enough about German culture. If I think about German at all, I just think like, I don't know, weird abstract shapes, rectangles and shit. Like just, <laughs> just, just something, just like straight edges and just like you say, like efficiency and like all of that shit. Yeah. But they've got this really big reputation for being like a very artistic culture, but artistic, weird artistic, because <laughs> almost like almost because it's almost like a culture clash. And I guess it was a culture clash because it's like the fall of the wall, isn't it? You had one side yeah. that was one yeah. way and one side that was completely different. Yeah, one was rectangles, the other was, was just scythes. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> the others had thought past shapes, and they were on colours. <laughs> well, like, I mean, I looked into some, I got some uh, Danish people that I've been chatting with, and I saw, I always like looking into some languages, but like, in Denmark, in Danish, they don't say, you're going berserk, they say, you're going cucumber. Why? And I just, don't know, that's oh. just what they say. <laughs> Is that but is that like you're going bananas? Yeah, it could be. But bananas are crazier than cucumbers, right? I guess. I mean they've got a curve. But some cucumbers are curved. They're bright yellow. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a bit more of like a wild bananas are wilder than cucumber. Yeah, they are Personal well, preference. well, they're tropical, I suppose. So oh, yeah. Well cucumbers you'd imagine would be on like a desert. <laughs> cucumbers like an exotic there's, island. there's nothing crazy about things that grow in the cold. <laughs> You're mild, <laughs> but yeah, Danish. I guess because that they're waterlogged, didn't they? Denmark, I guess. Yeah, makes sense to have a, a more watery vegetable. To be like, oh, you're mental. Yeah, you're, you're you're ingesting more water than you've already soaked through your feet or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I think I think fruit in general is crazier than vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we've reached middle age. <laughs> It's uh, it's happened. <laughs> Personally, I think um, I think a pear is more wild than a potato. Oh. <laughs> Podcast this. Pulling teeth. Yeah. yeah, nectarines or turnips, radishes. Radish feels exotic though. That's a vegetable, isn't it? Uh, it does. I still but, don't know. Really. They, I mean, I like radishes, but they're fairly useless. In that, there's not a lot you can do with them. That's wild, though. They're not versatile. They're, yeah, wild. Wild. <laughs> yeah. We're specifically bred to do one intense thing. Yeah. They're... I don't know what it is, but it's mental, mate. It's mental. Brightly coloured nothings. <laughs> we just got a nice name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the... So we should have put that's, the, like that's a... the grocery section of uh, <laughs> episode 234. Yeah. Yeah, episode 234 intro. <laughs> I haven't written it again, but uh need to remember. We're episode 234. If you're... Watching us on YouTube, hello, we're on YouTube. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple or, you know, SoundCloud, hey, you can hear us. Send us some hate mail. I've said it for a while, I haven't received any yet. I don't know if that's a compliment. Could be. I like hate mail. Send yeah. more hate mail. Uh, yeah, we're on, we've got a website, pullingteethpodcast.com, Amazon banner, social media. Yeah. <laughs> Intro done! <laughs> I just don't really want to. Just don't want to. Here we are. This is us now. We're doing this. Yeah. How are, How are you, Steve? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I yes. I didn't think about this until like three minutes before the start of the show. I was like, oh, I better uh, write something down. It's all pretty pointless. Better give myself some backstory. Yeah. 
<laughs> make it seem like my life's been interesting since the last time you asked that question. <laughs> well, you've got a different bookcase or shelving system behind you. Have I? Don't uh, know whether they can see it on the on the show, but you've got like a mesh. Oh, uh, it was there system. before. It's just you couldn't see it because I didn't turn the camera. Look, see, it's gone now. Maybe. No, no, it's still there. Well, no. I think I think there was a painting propped up against it or a picture or something. Uh, potentially. Or maybe I just haven't been paying attention. Likely. I mean, that's been there Could since be. Christmas. Ah, when yeah. was Christmas? Who even knows? It's March. But yeah, how's it going? Uh, it's all right. I watched The Martian last night. It's only five years too late. What do you think? I actually really liked it. Matt Damon yeah, stuck on Mars. Like it. Yeah, yeah, but like uh, it got a lot of shit because it got nominated for best comedy. But I think <laughs> it was kind of when- funny. But when you when I watched it, I was like, "This is clearly written as a comedy. Like, there's so many comedy beats in this whole thing. Yeah, that obviously it should be considered a comedy. It's just yeah. the the balance isn't quite leaning towards the comedy. It's like fifty fifty. So it's yeah. like or whatever. But yeah, the thing that got a lot of shit was like, uh, it's not a comedy because about this about this guy slowly dying on Mars. There were there were there were beats. Alone. There were yeah, there were beats yeah, all the way through. It was apart from, I mean. <laughs> It didn't Jeff really. Daniels it was never, in it. Got, it never got heavy. Like you expect, mm. I was expecting it to be like a like a little bit of a slog in parts because it's just a guy living with the fact that he's been abandoned. Um, but <laughs> yeah. like, but it was never like that. It was always quite hopeful. Um, it was like he ran out of ketchup, so he started putting Vicodin. It in Vicodin. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> Obviously, this isn't like a hard hitting drama. <laughs> Same as like 127 hours. I go, that was a comedy. <laughs> but like well, of, with other stuff going on, but there was clear intentions to be comical. I think that's that's what I think. Yeah, say. yeah, definitely. Maybe it wasn't a comedy, but it was. It was there was a large comedy aspect in it. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, no, it's it's the first time I've watched. I, I was trying to figure it out. I can't remember the last time I actually watched a film alone. It's probably been a few years. So why not watch one where you're alone on Mars? Alone, alone, alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the f- first time in a while you've watched a film alone. A few years, at least. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I guess we're just, obviously because you, you watch films with somebody that you actually enjoy. Yeah. But like, there's uh, it can't be. Well, what's your TV film stat? Well, obviously you still haven't watched fucking Fargo, probably, right? But like, no, I, the- I'm, I was waiting for it to come on Netflix. Yeah, no, but like, you know, we've obviously had jokes about it takes a while to watch stuff, but like, I guess, does your film TV stamina kind of match your partner's? Because like, I would watch so much more than anybody I know. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. I get bored. Yeah, so she watches more than you. Yeah. Right. Oh, then that probably makes sense then, right? If it's, uh, yeah, because if you want to watch a film, you'd be like, I might as well wait until I could enjoy it with somebody that I actually like. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, yeah, me and Vix tend to watch films together, but, um, and like certain shows and stuff as well. But like her and her, I think it's like her and her mum watch films together like all the time before we, before we mm. got together. And that it's still like a, a thing that they do when they go, when she goes around the house. So, yeah. Uh, and because they watch so much, there's a bunch of films that I really want to watch that that she's already seen. So, uh, but because we only like, I, I only tend to watch films when I'm with her. I'm still that I've just got this massive backlog of stuff that I've been waiting to get through on my own. And I mm. just yeah. So and the Martian was like the first one that I found on that list, I think. But it's just yeah. So I I got a bunch of I got just so much fucking shit to watch. It's a good thing. 
Yeah, yeah, it's good. You know, otherwise, you're in my it's... position of I've got nothing to watch because I've watched everything watched five everything. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or nothing. New. Although uh, there's a new season of You coming out next, like on the fourth of April. Oh, I haven't. I, I didn't think. quite finish the last one. I have to yeah. finish that. I'm rewatching it. <laughs> this is what I mean. I rewatched the first season of You ten episodes yeah. last night. <laughs> <laughs> like, just. Download just, everything. Yeah, I ca- I can't. I mean, I I know like you do shit. You do, you kind of do it in the background and stuff. Like you, yeah, oh, but I do go to the extreme sometimes of having like it running on four screens, just four different episodes, and just you, download it all. You were doing that with Game of Thrones, and I Game just don't understand it. I didn't want to watch it. That's why I, I wanted to be over faster. <laughs> but but I need something to watch. Know what's going on? That was one episode. Not spoiling the one that's on the other screen. So little happens in Game of Thrones. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just like there's. Oh look, they're walking up a dirty path. What's this person doing? Walking down a dirty path. What's going to happen? I don't know. That guy's cucumbers. <laughs> He's going all full on green cucumber. Little straight green banana. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, so uh, yeah, and then there was um, there's a new Bob Odenkirk film out that's a, I've just seen oh, yeah? today. It's meant to be really good about like um, about Bob Odenkirk, mm. but yeah, something about like a Taken esque, okay. but with Bob Odenkirk. So, oh, that sounds cool. I don't know where it's been released. Yeah, like I think it's like a film that's come out, like so probably a pay for service. I don't think it's on like Netflix or anything, but I'm gonna try and check that out. Hmm. something about yeah he's like being interrogated or something but apparently yeah it's like uh what liam ne- what taken was to liam neeson this is apparently quite similar to bob odenkirk oh okay so fair enough be worth, I, I haven't finished watching better call saul yet i think i'm only two seasons into that <laughs> there's very few things that i can't watch all the way through like parks and rec was one like i never really was a big fan of it anyway and then i started watching it a couple of months ago and got through like eight seasons or something and then I was like it's just the same thing all over again and oh, it's not like I, I can't with Parks follow and Rec, once once you were past season one season one was a bit weak um but once I was past that like I, it, it was great I really love that show yeah I don't know I but, think it's the Bill Burr thing about House of Cards Bill Burr I can't you can't I can't describe Bill Burr's greatness it's so <laughs> ridiculous every time you watch it there's this a little thing he does and you go that's fucking hilarious like, like he was, having, he was having a conversation with somebody that's about something stupid, and the guy like um, started getting really excited. He's like, "Well, don't don't yell at me, okay? Just relax." <laughs> <laughs> Just that little like, jab. It's like, oh, it's so great. But he said um, about House of Cards, he couldn't get into it because like he couldn't deal with Kevin Spacey like make trying to make eye contact with him throughout the whole thing. Uh, he's like on a futon <laughs> eating his cereals, and then Kevin Spacey like looks like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> And I think I've got, I think it's similar uh, about Parks and Rec. Like, it's the smug, in-joke look to camera. You like The like, Office, though? I like, yeah. But that was like, that wasn't, that wasn't, they're doing it because they're so smug and happy. They're looking as like, you know, get a load of this guy. But in a, in a, in a more subtle way, I think. In the yeah. English one, anyway. I mean, yeah, it was just, I think it was the same people that did The Office as well. Or the American one, anyway. The American one, yeah, I think so. It's obviously similar. It's just like... Yeah, it just felt like it was kind of the same. Yeah, well, it was one of those things that it wasn't like, oh, I've got to watch the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's probably like a backgroundy thing, friends thing. Yeah. To be fair, friends. I haven't. I, 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 I might be forgetting. I might be missing something, but I can't remember the last time I found, like, 
a, a, a current really good sitcom that I liked. Yeah. I think I just there's, I just find like... things in dramas funny. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever... I, don't, I can't remember the last time I've watched a, like, yeah, like an actual kind of current sitcom. Like, there's been someone... There's one on Netflix, I think, called The Crew, which is a Kevin James one. But at, like, a brief glance, it was like, this is pretty much like Kevin James sitcom-y yeah. stuff. Uh, I mean, have you checked out Gary Busey, Pet Justice? No, no, not or yet. Or Pet Judge? <laughs> Do that. I, don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched episode two yet, but I, I, it's solidified in my mind as, like, in a house party, that's on in the background. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Where what what is that on? Uh, Amazon Prime, I think. Okay, cool. I'll have a look. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just somebody made this. Yeah. Good on them. Oh, speaking of Amazon, we Amazoned food this week. Not done that. Before. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the pantry or whatever it's called. Uh, no idea. Some weird uh, partnership thing they've got with Morrison's. If you order through Morrison's, the earliest they could get it to us is next week. But if we ordered Morrison's through Amazon, they got it to us next day. Go for well, that makes sense, doesn't it? No. <laughs> no, I mean, they could easily just, like, tick, just get it to you sooner, but fair enough. Yeah. Morrison's Delivery Amazon, eh? I've done food through, I've done drinks and stuff through Amazon as well. But they've got, like, a like a milkman thing, Amazon, mm. of, like, if, like, I buy dog food, right? So, like, um, um, buy dog food, it's like, do you want this every month? Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's uh, cheaper. Like a subscription or something. something. Yeah. yeah, but so, like, it's the same thing that milkman do. It's like, oh, yeah, I can get some... Fanta lemon you know, <laughs> delivered every month if you wanted. Some I'd, jerky or something. I'd, it's the first time I've ever ordered anything from Amazon that was necessary. Like, that was like, I need this or like, what, food? Like, yeah. you, you need it. I, but I, like, it, it just, I don't know if it feels lazy or weird or there's just something odd about it. Fair I'm, enough, I'm not fair sure enough. about relying on Amazon to feed me. They're training the robot drone army to deliver, so it makes sense that you'd get on their good side, right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. They're inside my house. They know everything that happens. But I'll just get my own drone. I need green bananas. <laughs> Give me some cucumber or something. Yeah. And uh, we applied for some more dogs. Applied? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By email. LinkedIn for dogs. Yeah. Just- <laughs> Filled out the uh, same know, form three d- times garden. and wrote a different dog's name in it and sent it in. So strange. It's well, it's, fucking it sounds, weird. It sounds more normal than what I did, which I just went to a building and came out with a dog. Like, you feel like there should be more checks and measures than that. Yeah. Don't you? So, like, I guess what it's kind of more more checks is a good thing, I guess. But, yeah, it does seem, uh, does seem odd. Yeah, I uh, I'm not I'm not down with it at all. But they open up again next week apparently, so we'll see. Shit Fair might enough. happen. Anyway, so yeah, that's my week. Oh, well, sounds fun. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. exciting. Something about radishes, wasn't it? Like yeah, vegetables and fruit. We covered that. Yeah, something. Like that. Yeah, we've done the groceries. Yeah. Uh, nothing from me really this week. Uh, I fully rotated. What my desk? Oh so the, yeah, I was going to say I couldn't rotated. see the wall before. Now I can see the wall. Yeah, it's vaguely a massive inconvenience, but when I do now that I've got this setup, it feels a much more like, uh, like I've got something like three computers that I use for different things. Mm. So like having them all in one place was good and easy, but now that I've got them in different places in the house, yeah. it's like oh, I'm in this room now, 
and I can't be distracted by anything else. Is it so like, now that I'm here? Because like I I know what wall that is and where your desk is. So is it like when you come downstairs in the morning, you're like walking into a newsroom, like cameras kind set of. up, the desk set up with the screen in front of you, ready to present. Yeah, ready to go. I've got uh, I've I've upgraded my monitors to be on stands, which is very newsroomy. I think. Yeah. So it's like surrounded by stuff. And I've got a 47-inch whatever TV that I'm planning to use as a screen as well for something. I don't know what would be that intense to be on. Do you use that anymore or do you just watch everything on that? Everything on here. But now that I've set the desk here, I can actually connect the the TV. So might as well have another screen. Why not? Amazing. See what happens. I could put Twitter on there. I could be like, fucking a tweet. (laughs) That's a big bird. (laughs) Yeah. Like hashtag fucking insane. Um, yeah. So yeah, but yeah. Other than rotating fire, and uh, yeah, domesticating. Not uh, not that much for me. But we've had a bunch of stuff popping up in the news this week, so we might as well. I I don't know whether we've covered this. I think we have. Um, a Louisiana man has been indicted after attempting to use grinder to kidnap, murder, and eat gay men. Officials have oh. said. Um, so like dating apps in order to cannibalize you know, rings so many bells all of our cannibal stories they just seem to roll into one i can't remember what we've covered and what we haven't yeah it turns into some kind of cannibal buffet don't it i guess yeah. uh chance seneca 19 19 year old going out eating people of left <laughs> kids kids today <laughs> their hipster ways and their oh you know vegan ways what's more vegan than cannibalism right yeah Eat the uh, thing federal, that's eating the animals. Fight the power by chewing on it. Yeah. If uh, a federal grand jury on maybe he was releasing the demons. We yeah. had that thing. Yeah. Stab his aunt in his eyes or something. Grand jury on Wednesday with six counts, including hate crime. Is it hate crime hate to eat crime? somebody based off of their sexuality? I wouldn't have charged him for a hate crime. I, think it's, I mean, you're, you're targeting a specific demographic. Yeah. For the reason being that of that, that demographic, so maybe it's specific, but maybe it was just convenience. I don't know whether he was doing it to fight the LGBTQ community or whatever. Yeah, kidnapping, firearm, and obstruction charges. Who so had a gun? Fair enough. A release from the department states that Mr. Seneca was charged based on his alleged attempted murder of a gay man, alongside an overarching scheme to kidnap and murder gay men he met online. I'm it's always not... good when someone's got an overarching scheme. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you need a, you need you need to know where you're going. You need a goal. I, I mean, these cannibals. I don't know. Like they, I always, you know, when like you order. I mean, if you think about a steak, a massive steak is a lot to eat. Like there's eating yeah. contests to eat a dinner plate sized steak or something, right? Yeah. It, this is a this is, a, this is a, the human beings are big people. Yeah, it's gonna take you a while to eat a person. A long time. I mean, one like one buttock is three meals, right? At least, probably depending on the side. Big dish, meals as well. Yeah, I mean, and then like what you're gonna have the eyes with everything else? No, you're gonna have the eyes of some kind of weird hors d'oeuvre, right? Like Hannibal. Yeah, something like that. It's much more organization to stop piling up bodies. I think there was like multiple people he'd kidnapped you can like just take one at a time mate chill out prosecutors allege the 19 year old used grinder a dating app for gay people in the attempt to kidnap one man and the successful kidnap of two other men so he'd already kidnapped two people 
that he's attempted to capture another one. His eyes are too big for his stomach. He's a prepper. <laughs> he's a prepper with human flesh. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I think it's that extra. It's that extra. Like it's the the, the only thing he's done well. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing he didn't want to kidnap them. He wanted to eat them, which means he had to kidnap them. I guess. But they wouldn't sign the consent form, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had a gun. I guess you know it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But like, it just feels like it's perfectly fine until you try to eat them. You know what I mean? If he just kidnap, you know, it's fine. Just don't well, eat them. I, I, that's what, that's what I mean, though. But like, the only reason he kidnapped them was to eat them. I think is what it's kind of suggesting. So if you didn't want to eat them, you wouldn't kidnap them, would you? No. You'd just be a socialite. Yeah. Or an influencer, cannibal influencer. <laughs> um. You know, so yeah, if you if you're on Grinder, be careful of people eating you. Uh. In other news, do you, do you know AJ Pritchard? Um. Apparently, he's a local Stokey celebrity oh no then it reminds me of it rings a bell but i don't think so. yeah well um i mean well we're all trying to get on social media this guy's like a social media influencer and dancer apparently oh, great. Uh, his girlfriend was admitted to intensive care after filming a life hack video for instagram everyone loves a life hack <laughs> how to get a hospital yeah uh, the stokey dancer rushed his girlfriend to abby quinnan who is also a Oh, his old girlfriend called Abby Quinnan, who is also a dancer, after her bottle of wine exploded in her face. Life hack. <laughs> what the fuck was he doing? <laughs> Drinking wine takes too much time. Explode it into your blood. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Is your wine too cold? Do you want to get it to room temperature fast? Set it on fire. <laughs> AJ, who's from Snade Green, managed to put the flames out and called the emergency services. The flames? Yeah, you set apparently... wine on fire? <laughs> it's got alcohol in it, right? I guess. It means it's got to be at a high enough temperature that it's... They must have been, like, cooking a bottle of wine or something. Heating it up. Just, so in order for it to explode, because you, if you even if you ex, if you detonated a bottle of wine, it wouldn't set the wine on fire, right? No, because it wouldn't get that hot. But they must have been like just putting a naked flame under it for some reason. Oh, do you want a you know a different smelling candle? Just put a Bunsen burner under a bottle of Cabernet. <laughs> <laughs> the 23-year-old was admitted to intensive care before being transferred to Chelsea Westminster Hospital's specialists burn unit. Wow. This uh this burns have got the aroma oaky aroma of a 1912 yeah. Merlot. It's got a it's got a spicy head. <laughs> yeah, it's got certainly a life hack aroma to it. Mm. Both it's got her no legs. And her clothing. Literally she's got no legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, uh, this needs to be decanted can we pour her into something else <laughs> put her in a waffle iron for a little while uh, both her and her clothing caught fire Abby was shocked and in a great deal of pain but AJ sprang into action and put out the fire with a wet tea towel what a hero what a hero after burning his girlfriend what's his name AJ, AJ what uh, where was it AJ Pritchard AJ Pritchard I'll look him up. You keep yeah. going. 
Yeah, guy's a legend. He put out his burning girlfriend. He was terrified himself, but he did all he could do to stop her from burning, apart from setting fire to her wine bottle, I guess. But again, I don't understand. Like, if the if I'm assuming that the wine bottle exploded, and the wine went onto her and set her alight, she was on fire and stubbled with broken glass. Don't pat her with a tea towel. Yeah. He's covering I'm with a, a celebrity. What? I haven't watched that since like a couple of episodes. Yeah, he's a dancer. So what I've got here. Oh, that makes sense. He's from yeah. He's on Strictly Come Dancing. But good lord. Oh, fair enough. I'm sh- I'm sure he's a nice person or whatever. But Jesus he, Christ, he's got a great wine cellar. <clears throat> it's just warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, life hack: burn your girlfriend. Uh, in other news. This I don't even, I don't know if this is funny, but I, it was just local to me. Detectives are investigating a mask a masked gang ambush after they ambushed a car and attacked the passenger. Police have not revealed whether a weapon was used, but lots of people saw a machete. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I we're would keeping guess it a secret. Yeah, we're not telling anybody. Don't tell anyone about the machete. <laughs> oh, this was in Burslem at midday. That's midday machete drive by. That's the same place. Isn't that the. I thought it was, it was Burslem where that. There was the, the machete was. last time. What was the last machete? I it was the. Remember. It was the guy. Did he, did he, was he banging on someone's window with a machete? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so many machetes about. To yeah. be fair, I've seen a lot of like uh, promotional videos about people asking for machetes to be handed in, you know, without any consequence. There's just like a bloke in Manchester who's got a box of machetes. If you give me a machete, I'll give it to the police. Fair enough. Try and reduce the machetes. I like a machete. I never had one. But it feels like a... How do you make your bed? (laughs) This is true. I still need to buy one. Still need to get that Arnold Schwarzenegger one, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. That and then M203. Okay, (laughs) grenade launcher. Uh, A police spokesman said it was reported a blue BMW 320 was struck to the front by a blue Ford Cougar and to the rear by a silver Mitsubishi Shogun. Okay. Cars are just a different language. Who cares what make and model of a car was involved in this crime? A lot of people, apparently. I care that mine works. That's about it. Yeah. I'll get an orange one. Maybe if I'm feeling vegetable-y or fruity. Who knows? Yeah. Spice things up. stand out. Yeah, yeah. I get, yeah, yeah. People love cars. I don't get it, but then people love planes as well, don't they? Do they? Yeah, plane watchers. <laughs> whatever your whatever your kick is, there's a plane over there. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Just it. knowing it and watching it and like making note of it. I guess I've seen the ones yeah hanging around at airports and stuff. And then that the, like so I I live not far from Crew and Crew's like a central train station and there's mm. always trains train spotters there always because everything goes through it and like when there's a special yeah. train like whatever a special train is because um, well, like, i completely get it hundreds of them yeah i get it like years ago before like the graphics quality of computer games at the moment before we had good tv and everything <clears throat> yeah well like before that like things you know, moving watch it till it well, stops well, like, you can probably f- build a virtual reality train world. Like, there's, like, cold games that are just virtual reality trains. Yeah. 
that you could like Euro Truck Simulator is this? You're a lorry driver. You just drive to Paris. Does Surprisingly good. Yeah, just relaxing. Just yeah. oh yeah, should I do this? So it's like I feel like you could get more out of it by doing that. But then once you've ritualized it, you know, I'm gonna make my sandwich, my packed lunch, go out, sit in the field, talk to Derek. Yeah, and then we're gonna watch this. I guess it becomes another thing. Yes, but it's it's. I I mean I can't really criticize people that do that because I I I think cr- like watching cricket is just as dull. Yeah. And there's people who do that for fucking ten hours at a time. It's the ritual, I think. It's got to be. Just when yeah. you do something enough times, becomes becomes uh, more meaningful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was a drive-by machete attack in uh, where I live. <laughs> drive-by midday. machete. That means they were... like. What time do you go for breakfast if you're going for a midday machete attack? Ooh. Um, it's I a mean, big day. If you can... A big, like, big breakfast. Yeah, you need time for it to go down. Yeah. But, you, but maybe they're not you, running, you, you might they? go for a light brunch beforehand. Eggs Benedict? Yeah. Got the knife? Bit of a muffin? Go for it. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Another more dramatic news. Freddie Mercury has been mauled to death by a dog. Uh... Uh, He's a... uh, Freddie Mercury, a popular known seal. (laughs) 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 What's this seal got to do with Freddie Mercury? Um, Yeah, it was euthanized after being attacked by dogs. Uh, A dog. Goodness sake. (laughs) The animal named after Freddie Mercury from Queen. Oh! It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a weird name. It's a very specific name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, I know his... that name from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, from... Was he killed by dogs? I can't remember. Yeah. No. Oh, no. It was, it was AIDS. It was, AIDS. It was horrific blood disease. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Yeah, the seal was named after Freddie Mercury because of his crowd-pleasing antics. <laughs> I guess seals don't clap, do they? But you could probably do some kind of radio gaga live can, thing. I think seals can do a clap, and they can Maybe, they yeah. can balance a ball on their head. And I've seen a walrus play a saxophone. They can maul penguins pretty well. Just dogs can maul seals better than seals could circle of maul life. Other things. It's the cycle of mauling. <laughs> uh, the animal, yeah, uh, was uh, entertaining people near Hammersmith Bridge in Barnes. We contacted a number of marine mammal veterinarians in the UK and the Netherlands, including an orthopaedic surgeon, and sadly, based on their experiences, the decision was that he needed to be euthanised for his welfare. Oh, they've based... euthanised Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I like is, based on their experiences, they decided to euthanise it. Was it mauled by dog? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Euthanise it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. if it's a dog... Euthanise yeah, it. I no. knew a walrus that was. Our, our six-year-old was... was more by a dog. We euthanised her straight away. Yeah, it's a humane it's thing just to what do. You do. She'll get tetanus otherwise. Based on their experiences, <laughs> <laughs> nine out of ten seals mauled, mauled by dogs need to be euthanised. Yeah. So roll the dice, Dave. Seven. <laughs> Euthanise it. You <laughs> know that more dramatic news. Three crew members of a Russian nuclear bomber were killed after accidentally ejecting while on the ground. Oh. And, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, the ejection, ejector seat was accidentally triggered as they prepared for departure. And I think what they're saying is, like, it needs to launch you in the air, then the parachute needs to, you know, It needs time to deploy. And then time to slow you down as you fall. Yeah. But, like, either... 
I guess that makes sense, right? But I assumed it was like the air is thinner higher up, so it would launch you higher, giving you more time. But yeah, going up and then just eject, smash. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder terrible. if anyone's ever ejected while the, while the plane's still in the hangar. but i don't understand that surely i know accidents happen everywhere but do they have to happen on nuclear bombers do you know what i mean i feel a bit weird that a nuclear bomber's got an ejector seat (laughs) (laughs) i i I dropped my wallet out with the nuclear warhead i'll I'll just pop out and get it (laughs) i mean like if I, I I know that like you need everyone to get to safety or whatever, but if it, if something's got a nuclear bomb on, you're going down with that plane, and you're going to make sure it goes down somewhere very sensible, without <laughs> not very crashy. Yeah, land on a marshmallow somewhere. Oh no, they'll be fired any any moment. So yeah, but yeah, just I mean we had that thing about they accidentally dropped a nuclear warhead in America, right? Yeah, but luckily it was turned off or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it like over... Accidents happen everywhere, yeah. but like, please don't do it on a nuclear fucking warhead carrying plane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and lastly uh, from me, I think... Oh, no, there's a little bit more. Uh, but tell me if... I mean, I think this is written in all earnestness to be praising the person involved. But I, I just think he's a knobhead. A quick-thinking Starbucks barista hid his 69-year-old co-worker in a bin during the deadly mass shooting in Colorado earlier this week. Okay. So, like, there's a shooting. He was like, get in that bin. Yeah. And then, you know, loads of people got shot. Ten people, including a police officer, were killed on Monday afternoon when a man opened fire inside a King Supers, which sounds very much like a movies, like a very much a Kevin Smith universe-style shopping mall. Yeah. <laughs> King Supers. Supermarket in the city of Boulder, Colorado, in what was the last of latest of several high-profile mass shootings over the last 25 years. Logan Smith, twat of a name, sorry, mate. A t- <laughs> just Logan in general, isn't it? Yeah, and then just Smith. I'm Wolverine, but I'm one of the people. No, you're not. Go away. <laughs> Employee working at a kiosk in the supermarket told Fox 31 that he hid his 69-year-old colleague underneath several bins when the gunman entered the store. So is that heroic? I guess so, right? You're trying to I save guess. someone else. Get in that bin. I'll throw more bins on you. I mean, maybe... Uh, so you don't get shot. I, with, with, so, I, I don't know. Just with a name like Logan, I would assume he told her to get in the bin before he even knew someone had a gun. It just <laughs> happens just that he was being a hero. He's, what he said his decision to hide his colleague was instinctive after he witnessed the alleged shooter fire at a customer outside of the store. Get in that bin of scalding hot coffee grounds. (laughs) It's just like, I get it, hide, right? It's not anything against it in panic and instinctiveness. It's just, don't throw the the elderly in the bin, please. Yeah. Uh, He explained that immediately after he saw the incident occur, he called the authorities and looked for a place for himself and his colleague to hide. This is his quote. I knew since she is my elder... As she is older than me, I must protect her over myself and so. Instinctively, I pushed her into a corner, covered her with trash cans, and then tried to find a place for myself. Okay. Douchebag, right? A little bit. A little bit. I knew since she is my elder and she's older than I, I must have, and therefore also, 
You yeah. threw you threw an elderly woman into a pile of bins, mate. The twenty year old explained that he waited in a smaller bin with his head stuck out at the top of it when the gunman just walked just a few feet away from the Starbucks counter located in the store. Christ. So he got in a smaller bin. Yeah. Covered her in bins, and then he got in a small bin. He's like, I'll have the smaller bin because I'm smaller. Fair enough. Yeah. It's kind of it's, it's a weird it's a different version of Die Hard, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh he can conf- again Die Hard he did the right in a thing. bin. Yeah, again, he did the right thing, right? He's doing something. So yeah. Like, fair enough to him. But it just comes across like a twat. He confirmed that he lost three of his co-workers during the mass shootings. Where were the bins then? Uh, on Monday, as 10 people, including police officer Eric Talley, were killed. The barrister told Fox 31 that he did. He just did his job. I was just doing my job. Putting the no, you people in bins. You are doing your job. <laughs> you'd have made him a coffee. And then it's just this, right? He goes, if anyone was going to die, it was me before my customers, before my co-workers. Ten people died before you. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to kill my customers unless they kill me first. Well, they've killed three customers, so yeah. I'm just going to get in this bin. <laughs> well, you were I'm a hero. A bin, I'm, a, I'm a hero, I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, just be humble about it or shut the fuck up. Just... You, yeah, you hid in a bin. You weren't being that heroic. Uh, sorry, mate. <laughs> I, I I agree, but on, on the other side of it, I've never been shot at. Yeah, this is true. This is true. But then just don't respond with this by trying to... This feels very self-masturbatory, uh, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's nobody was... I No, I, I'll die before my customers. Meanwhile, his customers are getting shot. Yeah. And he's just chilling in a bin. Uh, he explained that he signed a statement when he was hired that the customers come first. Oh, why not quote the employee hamp- uh, pamphlet, right? Yeah. <laughs> in the event of a shooting, customers uh, need to be protected before everybody else. No, nah, not really. Just save as many people as you can. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Uh, Mrs. Smith then paid tribute to the people killed on Monday, adding, having lost three best friends yesterday... Like, people you work with, they can be your friends. I can understand that. I wouldn't throw my best friends under a pile of bins. But, I mean, maybe I would. I don't know. But the saying that three of his best friends died. What if you've got three best friends? You you haven't really, right? Chill out. <laughs> Yesterday, it puts into perspective the lives of other families, and I'm with you in my thoughts and prayers. Finish it off with the thoughts and prayers, Yeah, you prick. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to roll on the guys who saved people's lives in a shooting, but uh, don't be such a twerb about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you 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 use the power of the bins. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, but lots of people died, and you said you weren't gonna let that happen. That'd be a different. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho! Then Hans Gruber kills all the hostages. Yeah, oh, maybe I escalated too quickly. I guess. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Uh, I saw. Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. I, I saw a video the other day that I. It's an it's it's a it's a good idea. It's a really good idea, but for some reason I found it really funny. Um, was this desk that this guy's invented? Um, that it it bolts to the floor, um, in like classrooms and stuff. And in the event of an emergency, an earthquake or a shooter or whatever, the kids climb under the desk. And they pull this shutter down that can only be opened from the inside. So it's like, and it make it's like a bulletproof thing. It's like being inside a safe, I guess. Um, 
but it's like so all these kids just kind of like climb under the desk and shut themselves in these metal boxes and just wait wait for i don't know security guards or whatever to take yeah. the shooter out but it's just weird because there's a video of his of like his secretary testing it and it's just this old woman climbing under a desk and like shutting herself in a box i was like there's something odd about this <laughs> that and you know the kids are just gonna fuck with it oh yeah because like they could just go in no one and can smoke they're the only like ones that can open the door like you yeah. can't open it from the outside at all and it's practically bomb proof <laughs> yeah if anything it's going to cause more hostage situations right yeah <laughs> you, you can just take people in there and hold them hostage well you you can only you can only fit one person in there barely so it's a desk it's it's so a, the classroom's dead but the teacher's under the table <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna happen right it's a whole classroom full of these desks and each desk is an oh, individual desk each desk is an individual box for each child so they just climb under and pull the shutters down, like they're closing shop for the night. <laughs> just going to close down Hope uh, for now. We'll open yeah. it up again in the morning. Yeah, it's a good idea. Hungry. It's a, for as far as like protecting kids goes and whatever. It's it's too fucking expensive for it to be like widespread. It's just going to save a load of rich kids, but it's it's a good idea. Well, it's just surreal, right? I mean, I worked in. Um restaurants and stuff and we were taught that when you there's two alarms that could be called there's a bomb threat and a fire alarm right and the bomb threat evacuation point needs to be different to the fire alarm point yeah because if you were a bomber you would be like oh i'll paste the bomb at the fire evacuation point yeah so you need to have a little wash and i remember that being quite extreme as like a you know, employee introduction thing. Imagine being introduced to school to your own bomb shelter desk. <laughs> like, and then kids are going to fuck with it, right? You always, like, scratch your name into something. Or yeah. Personalise your own desk. Imagine personalising your own bunker during geography. <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You just have to accept... I don't think there's a solution. You just have to accept that some of these kids in America are going to get shot. I mean, because it just keeps on happening, and there's not much you can do about a random deranged person no, other than go insane on police control. It's it's a it's a mental health epidemic, and it's just I don't know how you guard against that. Really, some people be mental. Well, yeah, but there's some things of like I mean, buying weapons has got to be more police. That was a thing, wasn't it? That mm. like they believed you'd, there weren't enough checks or time or something like that. But like you could, yeah, you could definitely improve there. But then, the whole America. One of the arguments against banning guns is you'll always be able to get guns somewhere. Yeah. So then, if you're just saying that, then you're saying it's, that there'll always be cases of random people getting guns and going on shooting sprees. I guess you could. Yeah, it's it's too embedded in the culture to change it really. Well, it's just you either step beef up security, which starts to lean towards something a bit more crazy. Of like you know, school is now a compound, because then what you just you only do this in schools? No, you probably do it in like housing neighborhoods, right, or gated communities. Yeah. Then have I mean there is an unemployment rise, right? Just get more people trained in the art of protecting walls and stuff. Yeah. Shoot people on sight. More less people, more less unemployed. I guess. Mm. Just depends what yeah. you want to do. I still think execution by firing squad is insane, but hey, if they want to emergency bomb shelters beneath every American child's desk. Fair enough. 
I think it. I think the fire. I think the firing squad thing is just there to make people choose the electric chair. It's like, oh, I'll go with the chair. Yeah, but why not just uh, want a death by beating with mallets? Then <laughs> you go. They, they obviously, it's got to be like that's as serious as it could get. Like they're saying, like it's implausible. It's kind of si- silly, but people will go along with it. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, death by firing squad. That's fine. Yeah, but like it's still it's just still so surreal to me. But yeah, I guess having a fold out bomb shelter, people just watch too many Transformer films, right? <laughs> so like, oh, I can put my kid if the if if the teachers had guns. If, oh, oh, well, if the desks had guns, or if the desks were if the children were bomb proof. Yeah, like, every right. classroom had a turret. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going towards. To be honest, when yeah. you said it was bolted to the floor. It's because you could have some kind of artillery cannon on it. <laughs> just fire a piece. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it just stops it being lifted up and moved. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm in the bomb-proof box and I'm being moved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bomb-proof, not removal delivery guy proof. No. <laughs> oh. um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, mm. Sorry, yeah, I've got one, uh, one more. One more from me, oh. actually, I forgot about. Um, a Georgian man... No, a Georgia man, a man from the American state of Georgia, I mm. think is what they're saying, has said that he was paid his last paycheck from his former employer in the form of 90,000 oil-covered pennies oh. that were dumped on his drive. Wow. So, as a fuck you, yeah. uh, I don't know why they're covered in oil. <laughs> so he's got to wash them all, I guess. Because he can't yeah, take that's them like to the a bank. Further, that's a further dickhead move. 90,000 pennies yeah. is a dickhead move. Covering them in oil, <laughs> the paraffin or something like oh, it surprises no, me that the, the, that's legal. As in, yeah. like you could just say, "No, I haven't been paid. Give me my money." Like, if but that's over here where it's like bank transfer and paychecks and and shit. Unless he was served with ninety thousand pennies. Are you, uh, what was his name? I can't remember. Are you Andreas Flayton? That's apparently his name. Yes, you've been served 90,000 pennies. <laughs> That's how it works over there, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, he told Fox 5 on Wednesday that he struggled to get his last paycheck from his former boss after he left his job at OK Walker Auto Works, where he claimed to have suffered a toxic work environment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Way to prove a point. <laughs> Yeah, he said that after going months without final payment, he contacted the Department of Labor for help, where he finally received uh, the $915 in in a different form than he expected. He revealed he noticed a pile of oil or grease-covered pennies on his drive when he left his house a few days ago, which contained his last pay stub and a note that read, Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Just sticking out the top. (laughs) Fuck you. Uh, I'm on the company's side, to be honest. <laughs> the balls yeah. do that is awesome. Over the next few days, he counted the pennies, working out there were 91,515 of them, which amounted to the $915 he was owed. He moved the pennies off his drive in a wheelbarrow, whose tyres were deflated by the weight of his pay. <laughs> <laughs> he described the form of payment as a childish thing to do and revealed his new routine at night is to now wash the substance off of the pennies. Oh, God. He said even though he uses vinegar and dish dish soap, it takes him hours to fully clean a few hundred. Um, He says, I think that's going to be a lot of work for money I've already worked for. It's going to be hours upon hours to try to clean this money so it's able to be spent. It's not fair. 
The owner of AOK Walker Auto Works told Fox 5 that he did not want to be part of the story, but confirmed that he paid Mr. Flayton in US currency. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, commitment. Such commitment to yeah. the bit. That's great. <laughs> it's American, and, isn't uh, it? <laughs> yeah. Don't be part of your story. I paid him. I mean, I paid him, right? In currency. Yeah. Shut up. Fuck it's you. legal tender. <laughs> yeah. And I gave him some oil. Yeah. Relax. He threw it away. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't want to use it with the oil on it because it might affect the environment. Well, that's a, so like, shut up. That's not Like it's going to end up in the river or something. I don't know. It's but funny like, as fuck, You're though. washing like, it down yeah, the drain. Where do you think it goes? It's true. It's true. <laughs> Just be like, it's giving me some money in pennies. Like, that is really environmentally conscious as well, isn't he? Yeah. Fuck, cover it in oil. <laughs> Crude oil. Yeah. The, 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 one, the, the one that killed all those whales in Taiwan or something. Yeah, sorry we're so fucking toxic, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 I got his paste up. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, we don't know anything about this guy. Maybe no. he truly did not deserve any of this, but I like to think he did. Yeah. And, it just uh, seems like the kind of guy that had hide in a bin. <laughs> he saved lives. It's just it's the it's just the it's the arrogance of it. <laughs> well, I did my best, I hid in the bin. That's, that's fine, that's I understand. Best. I can understand if you hid in a bin. Totally get that. But don't do that and say you're a hero. Yeah. <laughs> Just say, I hid in a bin. I'm human. That's fine. Oh, don't worry. You threw that 69-year-old woman in a bin as well. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> what a hero. Uh. Did you go to Professor Xavier's school for the gifted? <laughs> <laughs> My superpower is throwing people under the bin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's me this week. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> a new study has revealed that birds make people just as happy as money does. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird study, isn't it? Throw that pelican at that bloke. <laughs> he seems quite happy. Yeah, He's yeah. happier than now, this goat bloke with the pennies. Yeah, give this wheelbarrow of pennies covered in oil to that guy. Oh, yeah. he's miserable. Yeah, this guy with the parrot's way happier. Birds won. Money, <laughs> money <none>. zero. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, Europeans, are, it's, it's, this seems like a fucking dumb study. Europeans mm. are particularly satisfied with their lives if their immediate surroundings host a high species diversity, said researcher Joel Murthost. Um, according to our findings, the happiest Europeans are those who can experience numerous different bird species in their daily life or who live, near who live in near natural surroundings that are home to many species. What you're saying is... People are happier if they don't live in the sea. Yeah, well, like, I mean... Think what about, the like, fuck if has it got to do with the amount of birds? <laughs> well, I guess you've got to think, right? If there weren't... If there were no birds, like, I think that would have a massive impact on human psychology, right? Just think about waking up in the morning to bird song, something as mild as that. You'd be like, if it was just silence, yeah, you'd be like, this is weird, this is fucked up. But I guess if you woke up to the sound of money... 
Would you be sad? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Money flying, migrating south for the winter. Ching, Look at them go. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> like some kind of serial killer from like, Fred, not Freddie Mercury. Who's the other one? He's a seal. He, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a seal, like that singer. Seal. Yeah. No, it was the Freddie. Yeah, it was just Freddie, wasn't it? No, Freddie claws for hands. Oh, uh, Kruger. Lieberman. Kruger. <laughs> Lieberman. <laughs> Freddie Leibowitz. Freddie like. <laughs> yeah, yeah Freddie Krueger. Yeah. No, yeah. But why? What make, is, it makes them happier than money? In yeah. But what, how do you measure it? Just as I understand happy as how birdsong and birds can make people happier. Yeah. But I don't understand how they can measure that against people being able to pay their bills. He says um, the more birds, the better, according to the study, which analysed data from more than twenty six thousand adults from twenty six European countries. A ten percent increase in the number of bird species in people's surroundings increased their life satisfaction as much as an extra ten percent of money in the bank. The study found. Is that do they only use one species of money? Yeah, like what denomination? Yeah, you know, they could have had the Canadian dollar thrown in there. Yeah. Probably not very happy. Yeah, I think it was biased. I yeah. think people only use the euro or something. Biased like, oh, against euro. against money. Yeah. Biased against <laughs> money. Yeah. yeah. Um but uh yeah, I I I think it's just like they've done a bunch of studies in the past about um happiness levels and uh, levels of kind of calm and reduced anxiety that of just going for a walk in the woods like the amount yeah, of, yeah. of of uh, like physiological change that has on you is unreal and mm. it's just because that's where we're meant to fucking be well i mean we but i just don't this know i don't get <laughs> i don't get why you'd relate it to birds like <laughs> Well, like, uh, the start of this episode was about how therapeutic fire is, just having being around nature like that, right? There's definitely a thing about being around fire. It's just, it's a weird thing to prescribe somebody birds for their anxiety. Yeah. You know, or like, you know, are you having money troubles? Have you tried a parakeet? You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's directly linked. There's obviously different yeah. patterns. But if you ask somebody, would they rather be able to pay for their medical bills or you know, have five pigeons. I think they'd pay for their medical bills. Yeah. It depends on the context. Yeah. 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 That's uh, um, In other news, uh, government officials in Maine this week are looking into legislation that would reintroduce Viking funerals as an option for the deceased. I'm a fan of a Viking funeral, to be honest. 100%. I think it's a, yeah, why not fire a, well, yeah, just set fire to me and push me out to sea. Yeah, well, they, 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 I read through it and there was there was nothing specific about pushing people out into the lakes or anything like that, but it was just about burning bodies in the open. Oh, like uh, like like cremation, but you you make like a pyre, like with all yeah, the, like all that kind public of shit. corpse burning. Bring it back. Yeah, if adopted, it would allow the people of the pine tree state uh, to choose to go out like a Viking in a blaze of glory in the open air. A Viking or a Buddhist monk. Yeah, you know, well, one said, of the two. They said a Viking or a Jedi. I didn't know. I didn't know Jedi's. Oh yeah, they burnt the on the pyre, didn't they? The Ewoks did or whatever. Did they? Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it was the Darth Vadery guy. He got burnt on a pyre. Oh, yeah, fair enough. I'm a. I'm, I got weird beliefs about funerals. I think. Yeah. Like if it was some, if I was grieving seriously grieving i think it would genuinely help me to dig the grave 
Yeah. But I don't think they'd ever let me dig a grave. It's usually already dug, isn't it? It's probably unionised and it's probably like done with a tractor now. Yeah. And let's go like, I would, even if it was in a cemetery, I'd be like, I would like to dig the grave to work through my mourning of this thing. Mm. And I, just, I think I'd have to have a fight with somebody about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is something, isn't it? It's like you, you're making someone's final resting place. Yeah, like, and it, like the whole uh, grieving process is coming to terms with it, and it's you, you. I just feel like that would be very therapeutic. Yeah, for some reason, I think it's because it happened in six feet under, and I was like, that does feel like if you're grieving, that's what you would need, you would want to do, and that's mm. what you would kind of need to do, to do that. But yeah, it just feels like you would be prevented because you might not dig a good enough grave, which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I imagine there's the like. Team. There's there's government regulations as far as graves and things go, isn't there? Like, yeah, but just put me on the team. You know <laughs> what I mean? Just like your usual grave digging team, but with a crying, screaming man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd be happy with that. We're digging this one with dynamite. <laughs> yes, yeah. There's something to be. That's why I don't like escape rooms either. I've realised this week. What? I could. I've done. I've done an escape room. I've done a few escape rooms actually. When I think about it, but like. I always feel uncomfortable in them because my instinctive reaction is to escape with violence. Yeah, just punch always, through the wall. Or just like if someone's put me in, if someone puts you in a room and put, gives you this massive riddle to do, you go like, fuck all that. Yeah. Let me, let's fight our way out of this situation, which isn't really accepted in Bear Grylls theme park, wherever <laughs> it was. <laughs> when you play, you know, those, the, those games you can play like, uh, I don't know, like like Hitman or something like that, where there's essentially two options to complete a mission. You either guns blazing or stealth. Are you always guns blazing? I, I, I like stealth as well, but I just feel like in that real world in scenario, it's just like you've locked me in a room and you've told me to get out. Yeah. I'm not this is that bright. Yeah. But I can rugby tackle somebody. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> is how tackle I would you before get you leave out. the room. Yeah, I can put you in a chokehold until you let us out. Yeah, all and you said win. was escape. <laughs> <laughs> and I take it very seriously. <laughs> but it's just, you know, the, the brain doesn't go, oh, let's put this, you know, how many... Well, oh, there's a combination lock over here. How many letters are on the wall? They're like, no, it's just north. North is freedom. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Smash through the windows. Yeah. I mean, escape rooms, people love them, I guess. But like, yeah, and I'm not against them. It's just, it's not my natural habitat. I'd try one. I've, I've still not done it. There's one in, yeah, there's one in Hanley I tried on a date, yeah. I think. And it was like, you could tell it was low budget because it went from being a Harry Potter themed one to like toxic alien slime. <laughs> and it was just like, they didn't get all the props. <laughs> just... <laughs> so it was like all medievally castly in one area. Yeah. And then you went through... You know, like Red Dwarf. You're like, oh, <laughs> fair enough. This is left over from last season, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, in other news, uh, a six-year-old boy in North Carolina has been arrested this week for picking flowers. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> arrested. <laughs> six-year-old boy. What are you picking him for? A hate crime. <laughs> was recently eat some people on a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> was recently charged... With injury to real property. It's <laughs> not fake. This is real life. It's the real world, kid. For picking a tulip in uh, from a front yard while waiting for a bus. <laughs> the bus 
to the terrorist camp. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sad, and it was it was something that was brought to light because um, they were like, the sooner you introduce a child or anybody to the justice system, the more likely they are to just remain in it for the rest of their lives. It kind of destigmatizes the police and that, so they're not really that right. bothered about them anymore. And yeah. to do it. To to arrest a six year old for picking a flower, a bit fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Julie Boyer, um, the boy's attorney, said his attention span was was short, so she had him colour in a picture during court proceedings. <laughs> Being sentenced to the electric chair. <laughs> oh, he's got a picture of Winnie the Pooh over here. <laughs> What's your last meal? Pick and mix. Yeah. <laughs> Arrest that there's a, there's a weird like what is it there, there's a, there's a resistance to be that aggressive towards a child that you're not responsible for yeah like putting handcuffs on a six year old they must have yeah to in order to arrest him like, like it's like how can you do that I don't know well, just, taking it so seriously I mean I I think you'd put handcuffs on him if they were going to be detained but I imagine you just put him in the car like there's not a lot a six-year-old can do to hey him. little six-year-old boy come in my car now yeah i'm a we'll police officer away. honest yeah so but again could well, maybe we're being unfair right maybe the kid was being a dick you don't arrest <laughs> a six-year-old for anything <laughs> if he was being a dick i think i would because <laughs> like everyone's got to learn as much as people need to like you know experience the police and that they also do need to meet that one point where someone doesn't take their shit anymore yeah so like if he was taking the tulips and eating them mm. like other people in the in, in the world you'd be like stop eating that person's flowers no they just keep eating flowers you're, fine you're arrested i'm up for that yeah i don't know it's a bit weird but if there's, there's something very strange and inhuman about imprisoning a child <laughs> Well, they said they were trying to raise the age the age limit to 10, which is still ridiculous. For arresting. I guess. Oh. I, don't, I don't understand how you can arrest a six-year-old. Like, that seems more like... And, and like seems... you'd, you'd have to do something if they killed somebody. But, like, yeah. if it, you just take him to his, back to his parents' house and be like, look, he was picking flowers. It's the thing, right? They're, they're a child, so they're not responsible for their actions. So, like, if if you if a dog shits in someone's garden, it's the owner's responsibility to pick the it up. Dog. Yeah, yeah. You don't arrest the dog because the dog is not fully conscious yet. No, yet. <laughs> but like, you know, you, go, you you talk to the parents and you say this. You know, your child has been caught vandalizing other people's property. You know, you should have given him a stern talking to. You know, that sounds like what you would do, right? Yeah. Not just arrest. Whoever's commit, whoever's plucking the flowers, arrest that bee, quick! <laughs> <laughs> He's stealing all the flowers. <laughs> it's a bit weird. Um, yeah. A uh, a father in California has been arrested on charges of child endangerment for carrying his child into the elephant enclosure at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be with mummy soon. We're gonna be with mummy soon. He's- to the ones the elephants <laughs> <laughs> praying for death. Uh, uh, he's probably trying to be educational, right? Let's oh, go touch the elephant. Yeah, fucking 
Yeah. When reports of the incident first surfaced, Sergeant Ariel Savage, great name, um, <laughs> said Good the name. elephant appeared as if it was as if it wanted to charge the father and toddler. There was a big roar. The elephant stuck its tusks up in the air and he started trotting towards them. Um, witnesses rushed to help the man, but as he was running away, he tripped and dropped the toddler. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> And for some reason, there was some kind of crazy water park slide from the elephant enclosure to the lion enclosure. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> oh, no. Happy birthday, son. <laughs> and people in zoos, they get people feel too safe. I think that's what it is. It must thing, be, right? I, I, it's just... I I, under, I I almost understand people getting into the enclosure themselves. Like, fine, mm. do what you want. I I guess, like, I I, I mean, I, I, in a sense, but I I feel I I also feel like well, if the elephant had killed anybody, then the elephant <laughs> would probably have been put down, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, like, to I mean, take your we were... kid in there, <laughs> yeah, just throw your children in, be fine. I mean, I remember at uni, it was a thing. That we that was talked about about like zoos have night, you know, sessions where like you go around and there's alcohol and stuff like that in a zoo. I remember that being a that thing that was like, oh, it'd be like really a cool to do that. For a disaster. Yeah, but like at the time it was like, oh, that sounds quite cool, you know, like no kids and yeah. drinking, partying, playing music, dancing with while all Freddie the animals Mercury. are trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> animals are sleep deprived and pissed don't want to see a pissed off sleep deprived penguin yeah <laughs> yeah so like maybe people want to do more than just the family friendly stuff but I get it yeah I mean, you feel too safe I, I used to it. I used to see advertised like um, what are those things like wacky warehouse and stuff like big soft play things for kids but yeah. they'd have nights oh, yeah. of those for adults yeah, like stag nights and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, people, people vomiting done. in the ball pit and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great time. This um, sounds lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and you get a ham and cheese toasty. Oh! Oh! <laughs> great. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, irresponsible irresponsible dads. Um, yeah, dropping babies in elephant enclosures. Yeah, but uh, both got out safely. Uh, it's just that he's been arrested for child endangerment, which is fair enough. She's fair child enough. Was well, endangered. they should have arrested the elephant. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but we well we, we didn't have big enough legs. handcuffs. Yeah, <laughs> no more bamboo for you or whatever <laughs> elephants eat. I don't know anything but bamboo. I imagine. Yeah. I um, reckon they eat bamboo. Uh, and finally, um, a UK poll has concluded that in the event of alien invasion, our best choice to lead the Earth would be <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, and I read I read posted his uh, his response to that as well. <laughs> It was like, thank you for believing in me. <laughs> it's, it's, um, wh- where is it? Where is it? Uh, I want to thank the people for putting in, putting their faith in me. I'm ready to serve. <laughs> <laughs> guy's such a legend. This guy's such a legend. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, who else would you want? I mean, I mean, the world's gone to shit if aliens have invaded. Yeah. If aliens were visited, maybe you want someone else. But under an invasion, fuck it. 
Let Arnie be president. <laughs> He's wanted it for so long. Yeah. It just well, the the guy that made the poll said uh, it's actually kind of worrying that that so many celebrities with fictional alien experience are considered to be better candidates than our current world leaders. <laughs> Second place was Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's seen the men in black, isn't he? He's probably seen a lot of shit. He's Independence <laughs> Day. He's fine. And, and jo- yeah, Joe Biden came 90th. <laughs> he's ill-equipped for an alien invasion. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Mars Attacks came in third. <laughs> just a film. Just the DVD Mars Attacks. Elected. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fine until the end. Uh, other celebs that made the list include David Attenborough, Bruce Willis, Tom Cruise. <laughs> David Attenborough? <laughs> <laughs>